When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo. Plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S.com. Good morning, Pop Chasers, and happy March 8th, you guys. I'm Allison, the host of Pop Chaser, a weekly pop culture podcast brought to you by The Dip. Thank you guys so much for joining. I know I was off last week. You listened to Sam Bush talk about all things pop culture and reality, but I am back and I am joined by two fantastic guests, two people who not only are within the Dip podcast family, but pop culture experts themselves. I am joined by Donnie and Chelsea from I Am The Cute One. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Thank you. If you listeners have not checked out, I am the cute one. There was an episode, uh, put on the pop chaser feed a few weeks ago. It was the, um, she's the man episode, which is one of my favorite movies, like of all time. So that was like an honor, a pleasure, a privilege to have on the feed. Uh, but just for everybody to kind of become a little bit more aware and, uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to I am the cute one. Do you guys want to tell everybody a little bit about what's your like elevator pitch for I am the cute one? Yeah. So we, we say we're recapping movies of the late nineties and early two thousands, but really it's like being stuck in an elevator with a monkey that's loose from the zoo. <laughs> like, like, And we might be holding the movie poster in the elevator, but we definitely go on tangents. There's definitely chaotic stories. It normally like leads to me reliving a lot of childhood trauma, but then we like recast <laughs> We recast the reboot of Miss Congeniality at the end. So we really bring it all back together. 
Yeah, it's basically just like a jumping off point of revisiting those movies that I guess I should say like everybody but me have seen before because what we're realizing is I just have a giant pop culture blind spot when it comes to movies from this era. So it's basically just like Donnie introducing me to real life and (laughs) all of the things that I should have already been aware of. So it's me watching these movies for the first time and then like basically an excuse for us to talk about our favorite topic, which is ourselves. Right. (laughs) And I will say I was introduced to I am the key one. And by the way, listeners, I am the key one has like over 800 reviews on Apple podcasts, five stars. So this is not like you guys are, if you're not listening to I am the key one, you are missing out. And you'll learn that just from having Donnie and Chelsea on this podcast today. But um, I, I met, I met them. I, I started listening to the podcast through the dip, but if you are like me and I do think that, like, I think we have a lot of, we're all cut from the same cloth here. Uh, we know, we know what we like, and that is how to lose a guy in 10 days. She's the man. She's all that 10 things I hate about you. These are all like recent episodes and they are hilarious. I always listen to the podcast when I'm driving, to my parents every weekend. And I am crying laughing at some of the stories that you guys say to the point where like, I have to pause and breathe because (laughs) like some of the things that come out, like some of like you say living childhood traumas, it is part therapy, but like if for everybody to hear, which is why it's so fun. Thank you. Yeah, whenever we wrap an episode, I either tell, I tell Chelsea, like we're either going to never be seen again after this episode or I think we just created art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then the crazy thing is it's kind of like anything that like if you speak it out loud, it almost makes it less scary because then there are other people, there are other like wackadoodles out there. And we've like formed like the cuties that listen to our podcast, I think are even more chaotic than we are. But like, for example, a couple of weeks ago, Donnie was sharing just a whole bunch of church stories from growing up. And then his DMs were just like open of people being like me too, but also I can top that and like telling the funniest stories too. So there's that element of like group therapy too. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I will link it in the show notes of this episode that Donnie introduced that prompt on the dips community. And first of all, if you guys aren't on the dip community, use promo code guac for 90% off. It's $6 for the first year. That is like less than my Starbucks complicated Starbucks order. Um, it is crazy. The responses, I'll just say one word. The word finger bang is in the responses. So do it more than once. Yeah. Um, but okay, before we um kick off into the topics, I will just say, besides being movie connoisseurs of the early aughts, late or late 90s, early aughts, Donnie and Chelsea also know so much about pop culture. Chelsea is the brain behind um Oh no, Chelsea now, formerly known FKA Oh No Bravo, <laughs> and Donnie at Real Donnie Wood. And you guys have to follow them and we'll plug at the end too, but uh you'll see, like they know they know their shit. So <laughs> let's get into it. I think we start with Bravo and 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 you know, the network that has been giving and giving and giving for the past few weeks. Uh Real Housewives of Salt Lake City part two reunion. Mm was on Sunday and curious, like, I mean, we haven't gotten the opportunity to talk Bravo. Um, love to know like where you guys are at with the girls, like who, whose side are we on? I just, I just wrote in parentheses in my notes, team 
Lisa, team Meredith, team Jen, team anyone else? Because at this point, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so tough with Salt Lake City because they all hate each other. So it's almost (laughs) it's almost impossible to like root for anyone because they're also all villains. So like they're all villains that everyone else around them knows is a villain as well. So I sit there and say, who am I rooting for? And the Mm. answer is nobody, but everybody. Like Mm. this group dynamic makes quality television, but I can't in good faith say like (laughs) Heather's my favorite or Meredith is my favorite. Mm. Now, see, I go the opposite route where (laughs) I just like to like pick somebody at the start and just double down. And I, I kind of view Meredith and Lisa Barlow like in sync or the Backstreet Boys, like you're either a (laughs) Meredith girl or you're a Lisa Barlow girl. And I am, somebody coined it, uh, a Vita villain. I'm a Vita girl. Like I (laughs) love Lisa Barlow. I think she is so messy. I think that she thinks she's like putting on this like perfect curated Instagram aesthetic and the producers are just like ripping down the house of cards every single episode. I was like really hoping that that hot mic moment at the end of the season was going to kind of be like her villain origin story Mm -hmm. where she would like just double down because I love a villain. I think that like, I understand why people don't like villains, but villains are necessary for good reality TV. So I appreciate a villain, but I do have a hard time when a villain thinks when a villain thinks they're the victim Mm -hmm. and she's kind of like falling into that trap for me a little bit of like, I wish she had gone into this reunion being like, yeah, I said it. And Meredith, should we talk about all the guys you're fucking in New York? Like, (laughs) let's go there. But instead it's like, she's totally trying to like pull back and it's like, Come on, Lisa. I agree. I think in the first part or the first two parts, I really wanted her to just own everything she said, I wanted her to say, yeah, because you don't own your house. And because (laughs) Seth is fucking other people and you are too. And I hate Whitney and I hate Heather. And that's why I'm never nice to them. And (laughs) I think like, I just wanted her to like, get behind everything that she said. She unfortunately, like she doesn't know how to take accountability, but at the same time really is trying to make it seem like she is. So she's just talking in circles Mm -hmm. and she just looks like she looks silly. Then with that said, I would also consider myself a Vita villain. So (laughs) I'm, I totally get it. Uh, Who would you guys want to be like stuck in an, like if an elevator stops and it's, you're like Hollywood tower of terror, are we going to make it? Who would you want to be in that elevator with though of this group? Just one, or could it be a little group? Uh, Max, two. Okay. Um, Jen Shaw, for sure. And I'm already in my Shaw Squad sweatpants, so (laughs) (laughs) So she would like me right off the bat. And then maybe, and this is a controversial take, but I think I would have a good time with Whitney as well. Mm. I think, okay. I think I would have Heather Gay because I think in real life, she's the one, the people I would be friends with in real life are not the ones that I love to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think she would be somebody like, I would love to have a couple of drinks with her and just like hear what she really has to say about the show and all the women and like the behind the scenes tea, especially knowing that she was a fan of Bravo beforehand. Right. Like she knows the questions that I would want to ask because she was once me mm-hmm. in terms of like watching the show. So I think Heather, 
But then also, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of like jumping all over the place. Isn't it wild that we are talking about the Salt Lake City reunion and we're talking about if we're team, <laughs> if we're oh, team yeah. Meredith or team Lisa and Jen Shaw is like right there. <laughs> no, I mean, that's why like Lisa has become the villain and there is a uh, racist on the cast. Yeah. There's an alleged felon on the cast and there's Mary Cosby on the cast. <laughs> And we're all like, my my dagger is pointed at a woman whose worst sin is is really bad spray tan, <laughs> not knowing to wipe the palms. Yeah, afterwards. Oh she, my god! And she still hasn't learned, and that's what's really incredible. Is like, she it looks terrible. It looks like trash again. But and I'll say, I'm fine with saying that, guys. Yeah. We we as a society, and I know it's International Women's Day, so you know, women supporting women, uh, we have to be able to call our friends out when their spray tan looks bad. So I'm just doing that for her. Absolutely. And uh, we are supporting women by ignoring the fact that Jen is a, a felon. A, a alleged felon. Yeah, alleged. alleged felon. Wait, can I tell my most recent terrible spray tan story? Please. It wasn't even a spray tan. This was like budget, like Jergens cloths oh. that come from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I was in my cousin's wedding over pa- the past summer. And Donnie, I was texting you as this was happening. So going into the weekend, I was like, I'm so nervous, but like, I'm wearing a strapless dress. I need to like I I cannot be this pale. I look ill. This is not going to work for pictures. So I go through, I like meticulously do my tan. I'm like so nervous because it's these cloths. There's always streaks. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh my God, I am a genius. Like I look good. I did a great job. It's even wonderful. Then it's the rehearsal dinner, rehearsal dinner night, have a little bit too much to drink. I, my husband was still with my daughters that night. He was meeting me like for the actual wedding. So I was alone in my hotel room drunk and I saw that box and I thought maybe just a couple more. And so I was like drunk, just like wiping my body down. And I woke up in the morning and I looked like Snooki, but only in very select areas. And I was like, oh my God, like this is terrible. (laughs) That's like when I was in college and people would uh, edit their photos when they would go out with their friends. Mm. And so we were editing drunk. And I mean, we all know, right? Drunk, edit, sober. But, and that goes for photo editing too. (laughs) And so you would post a photo that night. And then the next morning you looked and you had no, no features because you had airbrushed (laughs) all of them out. Uh Your your teeth were like glowing Uh and your eyes were just black and beady like a little hamster and everyone was like you look so pretty (laughs) you're like no I don't have a nose anymore but you gotta you had to own it and that's why 2010 to 2014 was a dark time on Instagram but spray tan wise I get it for a wedding I was recently in I had somebody come to my house to spray tan me and it's quite the production. Like they set up a whole tent and you have to just pretend like it's, you're not butt-ass naked in front <laughs> of a complete stranger that you met right. five minutes ago. And like, they're all, she's, she's so professional, but you have to then like stay like a robot, like, you know, like this. And that's a very <laughs> vulnerable position to be in with a stranger. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't know, I personally, I, if I'm going to be honest, I think Jen is going the route of the Jergens wipes. Like it feels, it feels DIY to me, but <laughs> that's just it. You know what I wish that we were talking about on the reunion is what I thought the biggest scandal was, which was coach Shaw's internal bleeding. Like 
are, I know that we got, I know something bigger happened, but I'm like, what was that about? <laughs> and that was my issue with Whitney, Heather, bad weather, the entire season is like, I'm fine. If you're going to make it your entire personality that you are going to solve crime and you are going to get in your little Scooby-Doo mystery machine and you're going to like do the damn thing. But then like, if that's your mission in life is to be like the seekers of truth and the bringers to light, Mm -hmm. then look to your left and ask your friend questions because like just some simple follow-up questions of like, is his tummy okay? Yeah. Is he still bleeding? Did you get the man a bandaid? Is he in the hospital? Was that who called you? Like, but nothing. Right. Yeah. And that's what I hate about reunions is that Andy lets the numbers still talk for themselves. Mm. So like when he's moderating, even though the Jen uh, Whitney Heather Alliance has more power than the other ones, it should be his job to say like, yeah, but let's steer back to that. I didn't get the answer I want. So we're going to tackle it until you answer the questions I want you to answer. Mm -hmm. He lets these women like dominate the conversation. So these topics are just touched on briefly. And then they like take take full control and drive the Scooby-Doo cart off the road. Yeah. And they're good at that. And the Scooby-Doo car for what it's worth is a sprinter van. (laughs) (laughs) I think I heard that word a few hundred times. I think so. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's move on to summer house. So these kids, I, I, I love them so much. And summer house has always been one of my favorites, but this Mm -hmm. season specifically is just like really hitting home. Uh, except for the fact that like, the, I mean, the elephant in the room is that we have two people that are about to get married, uh, who hate, hate each other, <laughs> hate each other, they hate each other. And I look, I'm just a podcaster. I'm just, you know, ch- like Che Diaz. I'm just a podcaster. I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not a marriage counselor. I don't have, but I will say like, I can see red flags when I when they're, you know, right in front of my eyes. And this is, this is a concerning one. And of course I'm talking about Kaimanda. What are your guys' thoughts on them? It's tough. Like I, for as much of a snarky bitch as I am and how I love to like get into everybody's business and comment on these shows, it's always tough for me when it has to do with like a legit marriage, like Mm -hmm. outside of the show, these people have chosen to get married. And I think it almost makes it worse that like, we know the end, like we know what Mm -hmm. happens. And so part of me is like, I kind of get trapped in this cycle too. Like, you know, Kyle can, Kyle, um, comforts Amanda at the pool after that, like intervention the girls had. And I'm like, Oh, look, he hugged her. They're going to be okay. They're going to make it. Cause it's like, I'm rooting for that. Cause I know what happens, but it's like, I, I was actually, very impressed with how the women of the house handled that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Cause that's an impossible task to like yeah. talk to your friend about this upcoming marriage and upcoming wedding and like do it with a way of like not making her feel judged or like yeah. you're telling her not to do it. And I felt like they walked that line very well, but mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's like, it's dark. It's dark to watch. Yeah. It is. And a part of me wants to believe they know this is like a big portion of their paycheck so that Mm -hmm. they say like, let's give these people a show, but it doesn't feel like it. (laughs) You know, I agree. And I think that like up until 
this season, I was always like, look, you know what this show, that's showbiz. There's always mm-hmm. gotta be a villain. There's always gotta be the couple that you're like, can you believe these two crazy yeah. kids? But when I saw Amanda crying that first weekend, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's like something going on here that like, we don't know like the full extent of. And that's right. when I just got sad for her with that said, I love them. And like, <laughs> I love their like adoptive dogs and, and I love lover boy to like a degree that's disgusting. Like I own <laughs> hundreds of dollars of merch of just merch, <laughs> not even talking about the product itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I text their like community app it, with suggestions of flavors. And one time they responded, thanks. We'll look into it. <laughs> Which was <laughs> such a fuck you, but you yeah. know what? What flavor was it? It was a white crayon. Uh, and it was because they came out with those holiday flavors. And I told them, because again, I think like I, a parasocial relationship is just the beginning of me and reality TV stars. Uh, and I told them, I was like, look, you guys didn't market these well. You cannot come out with a holiday flavor on December 26th. That's just not how it works. You were teasing <laughs> these for weeks before. And I said, next year, I, next year, I think these were, these martinis were too heavy. You can't do a, a salted caramel. And I mean, it was just not right. And I said, I think a spritz, a white crayon spritz is the way to go with a kiss of a kiss of orange blossom. Is oh. what I recommended. Yeah. And they said, thanks. We'll look into it. And I was like, you know what? I want, I want my cut when I see that can on the, <laughs> yeah, on the you screen. screenshot that because yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, then I, they come out with the Cosmo. It's just unoriginal. That's Do you think that their next venture is going to be like the non-alcoholic realm where they go like just straight teas and like the because you know they have Carl working for them Mm -hmm. I don't want to comment I do I'm a firm believer that only you can comment on your own relationship with alcohol but perhaps in Kyle's future there is some sort of cutting back of alcohol consumption like I think that would be a very smart next time you text them can you also give them can you send along my ideas I will now save that because (laughs) some of us still do drink me so I want more flavors before we pander to different audiences (laughs) right well maybe there's also like an opportunity opportunity of like hard alcohol too with like a skinny girl style because I will oh. say say what you want about skinny girl I've only ever tried the margarita and the vodka is actually pretty good that's all I'll say on that but you can't like <laughs> fuck up vodka I mean I've, I right. drank things out of like I drank skull in college so like the yeah. bar is in the ground the green apple brunettes oh my still god haunts me from, oh, I burp see. from time to time and I'm like oh I, I taste 2007 coming up yeah <laughs> I will also say I didn't I never ventured into the skinny girl deli meats I do think Bethany Frankel <sighs> went a bridge too far with that one but the skinny girl popcorn the like Incredible. lime flavor mm. delicious mm-hmm. that's good to know I watched the big shot and I watched people uh really sell the shit out of those products so um <laughs> but it just never it never hit me uh but I would probably like that a, a mm-hmm. lime a, with a kiss of lime if you will yeah. um speaking of Carl Carl I'm sorry Carl 6.0 pro max mm-hmm. um are you guys like feeling him this season everyone's like I feel like we're all team Carl which like it's about time we've really all been team Carl for a while and it's just we've needed the we, we've needed the energy to be matched I okay so this is 
this is going to be a hot take. I am very happy for him in his mm. real life. I think he's never looked better. I think it's great. That's he's true. prioritizing his sobriety. I think it's important to have a sober person who's still fun and able to hang out with people. Like, I, I think that representation is important. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there is a part of me that like, I think we are missing the fuck boy. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're missing that role that he filled for so many years. And I personally have- That's like, not just... Alex for you? <laughs> yeah, no, um, <laughs> Alex is quite- Alex? You mean the, the <laughs> Bowflex machine that has come to life that was granted a wish and chose to be a human on Summer House? <laughs> no, not Alex. But like, we're missing that character well, that brought that like messy drama. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. I think Alex was supposed to be that, yeah. but he's not. So now we have Alex, Sierra, and Carl all playing the boring role. Yeah, which like and, I love and Luke. Yeah, I, Luke. What are you? What is Luke? Yeah. What is Luke doing? With that said, I did get a candle for my birthday from Luke from R and Co. And he sent you one for a sec. Like, well, kid. he did package them himself. <gasps> he did. <laughs> you and, could tell because there was still snow on it a little yeah. bit. So no <laughs> yeah. snow from the igloo. Um, but yeah, so I totally agree. And also, I will just say this about Alex: you can't make turkey just plain ground turkey on television, two pounds of it, and not and that be the more exciting thing on the on the screen like he like unseasoned turkey mm-hmm. was more thrilling than him it's tough for him out there and yeah. he won't be back no anyone that listens to our podcast knows that I am a pervert so I finally did come around to him a little bit when he wore that harness in that <laughs> okay. but Donnie's <laughs> like sold you don't need a personality <laughs> if you got that no just wear the wear, put the gag in your mouth yeah. <laughs> yes but this is the thing about Summer House casting is like at this point, it's a pattern because mm-hmm. we had Amit, we had Jordan, and now we have Alex. Like this is more than, tw- this is three times now that they've done this. So either we have a casting problem or they're specifically doing this, but mm-hmm. then everybody else needs to step up their game because we can't have Alex and Luke and Carl and Maya. I love Maya, but like they're all going to bed at 10 PM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love Maya. I do. I mean, thank God for Danielle and Lindsay. I love those two are doing God's work and (laughs) I am grateful. This is Lindsay's show in my, like, this is Lindsay's show. Yeah. Uh, And actually, again, not to just like completely plug the dip community, but somebody did ask like, what is the summer house spinoff that we all want? And I want a like week in New York with like Chloe and Car, uh, um, Kim and Courtney take Miami, but with, with, uh, Danielle and Lindsay in New York, just like, what are they doing on Tuesday? That would be I, so good. I want to see them at Dos Caminos. <laughs> yeah, yes. Not blackheads. It's close. No, I know. I um, when Kim and Courtney first took New York, I applied to work at Dash and they told me, um, <laughs> that I, would be in the running to actually like work there, but probably not be on TV. I was like, oh, okay, that's very humbling. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I mean, I can no longer apply. <laughs> You're like, can I get the opposite though, where yeah. I'm not actually working, but you have me on your show. Yeah. Do you have you. the Vanderpump treatment? Available? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll even take Vanderpump dogs or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> Put me on. Put somebody put me on Peacock. I'll be fine with it. <laughs> In that case, give me the my, uh, Miami or like girls trip treatment when it's yeah. like actually fun. Um, okay, let's take a hard turn 
to something that came out this past week that I want to alert everyone to. And that is everyone on this podcast knows I love a thriller. I Mm. love a movie with a twist. I always say Pop Chaser is the seasons long backdoor pilot of a podcast that I will one day have. That's just about movies with twists. And that is a movie that came out with the one and only Leighton Meester. And it's called The Weekend Away. And if you guys haven't seen this, it's under the 90 minutes or less uh, category on my Netflix, at least. Um, it's a fantastic thriller about Leighton Meester, a new mom who goes to, where is she? Croatia. Croatia. Yeah. And Donnie, you said you saw it twice. I did watch it twice. I watched it. <laughs> Chelsea, don't give me that look. Well, I watched, you watched it, it twice. Once for me and once for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a bad habit of once I kind of like a movie, then I want everyone around me to watch it too, but I want them to experience it with me. So I watched it with my husband and liked that. And then I went home to my family and I was like, mom and dad, you have to watch this. So they did and they liked it, but it didn't have to be with me. I just wanted it to be. So um, you're going to visit me in two weeks. Are we going to be watching that together? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, that's a, but that's perfect too, because it is like a, a vac- a little vacation, a friend vacation. <laughs> yeah. My fingers are crossed that, you know, it goes one better. Of, yeah. One of us doesn't get killed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will, it's like, it's, it, it is giving like lifetime vibes, but with the budget of Netflix and that's what I need in my life. Um, I agree until semi-spoiler alert. Not, not really. The end was a little not great for me. Like yeah. I wanted a big blowout fight and just didn't get it. And I oh, thought no. that was a budget issue. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's fair. The cast, like they had Leighton for, I'm assuming she was the highest ticket on that. On that I agree. Check. Also, I don't know what other countries pay for their movies to be produced, but this seemed like a foreign film that they flew Leighton Meester over for. It didn't, it did not seem like an American film set in Croatia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but I will, I will recommend that. I also want to get, I want to get your guys' thoughts. I thought of this question. I was like, oh, this is a great one to ask Danny and Chelsea. What is the most on you show that you're watching right now? So like, I can assume you're watching Bravo. Donnie, I know you, I know you watch Celebrity Big Brother, but I want to know what it is that you guys are watching that you're like, this is not usually my thing, but, and I want, I would love the pitch for it. <laughs> Wow. So this movie just, or so this show just wrapped up, but I did watch Peacemaker, which is the John Cena superhero show. And that is very unlike me because I'm the type of person, Donnie, actually, this is a trait we share where like, I will go and see a Marvel movie and mm-hmm. then I'll leave being like, there was just like so much action. If there was <sighs> less fighting, I would probably like it. I so, say that, that is my stance. If I ran for president, I would say Marvel movies need to be two fights less. Absolutely. Take out, write the script and then cut out two fights. We got it. And definitely. Definitely the last fight doesn't need to happen because it's always too long and too gory. It's usually like half the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I I liked Peacemaker because it was funny. It was clever. And I like superhero shows that like there's social commentary, but it doesn't feel like a superhero show until randomly they start fighting and you're like, oh, that's right. Like it's tied to the cinematic universe and whatever. But also like as a superhero, as a non-superhero person, I could still watch it without feeling like I'm missing out on, like, you know how sometimes it's like the fandom is so specific that you can't even like 
jump in because yeah. there's too much backstory. So I like, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm like realizing I'm like high key a John Cena stand. John Cena. Oh, you gotta oh, check out Fa- you gotta check out Fast Nine. Just came to HBO Max. <laughs> And he stars in it. And that is, I mean, talk about some backstory that you won't have if you haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. But why not jump in nine movies, 10 movies in, hours long? Oh, I'll just ask my brother because he's watched all of them. Yeah, perfect. What about you, Donnie? That's a wonderful question. Thank you for bringing it to the table. Unfortunately, I am a demon of a human and I do not make compromises. So there is nothing currently on my docket that is the least me. However, I will kind of answer the question. I used to think I was very against The Office and then I started binging it for the first time. I'm on season six and I love it. So We'll, and we'll like cheat a little bit. Remind me, are you still doing like a end of season ranking? I am. Yes. Yeah. Kelly and Angela are always at the top for me. Andy That's because is you're half a- Angela and yeah. half Kelly. That is That's literally your correct. personality. You're a Angela's son, Kelly rising. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. I asked my followers who I was first and they all said Kelly. And in season one, Kelly only has like one line and it's yeah. just kind of funny. Like she she's had not a glow a- up. Yeah, she's not a character at all, really, season one. But just from people saying she was me, she was still at the top of my list. (laughs) I'm like, she might not have any lines, but God bless her, we love her here. Um, Andy, I hate, and in a way where, like, if you erased him from all episodes, I wouldn't miss out. Mm, That's a take. And... (laughs) You know, it's not one that I think I'm against either. Like, I could Mm -hmm. see it. I could see he... he, Am I about to call him a non-event like he got yeah maybe he's a well, non-event it's only gonna get worse for you donnie oh, your god. pam hate and your andy hate oh. is only gonna grow oh, oh god yeah you're in for a real treat <laughs> um okay before we go i want you guys to tell the listeners about donnie appreciation month and donnie i mean donnie do you want to do the honors i would love actually i really want to make chelsea do it since <laughs> make I'll someone talk it. about me. But- this is your birthday <laughs> present. So enjoy. There we go. <laughs> I'm not giving you a single other thing. So when we had Donnie's actual husband, I call him my podcast husband, but we had his actual husband Quinn on the show to recap 13 going on 30 and Quinn dropped the bomb. I am a birthday monster. So I have been talking about my birthday for all three seasons now, Quinn dropped the bomb that Donnie is the most birthday monster of birthday monsters. So this month we are celebrating Donnie appreciation month because his birthday is on March 20th. So we're doing a bunch of really fun stuff to celebrate the man, the myth, the monster, Donnie Hadfield Smith. We have a sweepstakes going so you can listen to our podcast and each episode we're dropping a code word you collect all three and then email sweepstakes at the dip.com we've got a really cute swag bag what else are we doing donnie we've we're doing a whole bunch of shit over there we're covering my favorite movies which <laughs> which, which i have was... hives because if i say one bad thing about it he's like it's my birthday <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just recorded our teaching Mrs. Tingle or we just dropped our teaching Mrs. Tingle episode mm-hmm. and the whole episode is just me grunting at her anytime she says <laughs> anything bad. Yeah I have to be clear it doesn't stop me from talking shit but <laughs> I am getting death glares the whole time. And the I, sweepstakes is great. This, this you guys the sweepstakes is great the, the swag box bag is incredible if you are somebody who 
if you're a millennial and you want to like relive that moment in time, I highly, highly recommend listening to the podcast. Obviously love them from this episode and just go over there, subscribe, rate, review. You guys know all of that and make sure to, uh, yeah, listen to, I am the cute one. You can check out all of the things that Chelsea and Donnie are talking about throughout the week though, on their Instagram. So Chelsea is at, Oh no, Chelsea and Donnie is at real Donnie Wood. Again, I am the cute one on all podcast platforms. Donnie appreciation month is going to end with a movie that is so fantastic. (laughs) And one of like, you've been teasing it on your Instagram. So I feel like it's, is it, is it public knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, <laughs> it's Cruel Intentions. And it is like, talk about like a sexual awakening movie and it could be for any character. And that's, what's fantastic about it. Like, and if you don't love Bittersweet Symphony from that, because oh. of that movie, then like you, ha- you really don't have any reason to listen to the podcast, but you should still do it. <laughs> and you should probably seek help professional yeah. seriously <laughs> I can't uh, go to any event with a string quartet because if they play that song I do Sarah Michelle Geller's monologue and like it's, during, it's like during weddings it's during balls <laughs> not that I go to a lot of balls but I was on a cruise ship once but like I have to do the monologue <laughs> the bride is walking down the aisle and yeah. Donnie's like hold on it's my moment hey it's better than that it's better you do that than like act like go, you know, accidentally run into traffic. So, and that's a spoiler for the end of the movie. Um, you guys, thank you so much for joining. Uh, everybody again, use the promo code guac G U A C for 90% off your first year subscription at the dip. Chelsea and Donnie are talking there on the community board. Uh, you can have conversations with them, get into debates, talk about all things reality, pop culture, entertainment, etc. And until next week, thank you guys so much for joining me. And I hope everyone has a great week and cheers. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.